Hello, and welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. Online marketing expert, Lindsay Anderson, known internationally as One Click Lindsay, and her dedicated online marketing specialists at trafficandleads.com know that today's growing businesses thrive on targeted website traffic that converts into leads with just one click. Whether your business is struggling right now or your thriving business needs even more fuel for growth, you've come to the right place. So sit back and get ready to learn how to grow your business one click at a time. Please welcome your host of the Traffic and Leads podcast, One Click Lindsay. Hey everybody, welcome to the Traffic and Leads podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. And on today's episode, I am speaking with a Facebook marketing guru, Moitza Mars. Now, Moitza is the founder of a cool social media group called Super Spicy Media. I love that name. Um, she is an expert in community managing, marketing, and beautiful design for social media with international companies and individuals with interests about social media development. She also knows a ton about Twitter and all things social media. Is that right, Moitza? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> is there anything you need to add? Um, maybe the fact that I like, uh, that I wear a dinosaur onesie, that's, that's <laughs> actually a thing that all people love. <laughs> <laughs> you need to put that in your official bio, Moitza. Come on now. <laughs> I, I have, I think I have that written on my Twitter. Let me just check. Uh, yeah, I have like written full-time dinosaur. <laughs> that's awesome. So, so since you are a social media goddess and you know everything about all things social media, I do have to ask the question, what is your favorite social media channel? Like if I am a small business and I know it depends on what kind of small business you are, but just in general, and I come to you and I'm only willing to do one social media channel, which one is it? Again, like you said, depends on the business you run, but maybe like I, I am a consultant. Um, so Twitter is my go-to social media channel. Is there an industry well, that Twitter no won't work for? Yeah, there, there are tons of industries that Twitter won't work for. So if, <laughs> if, if we are about to pick like one general social media that works for the majority of businesses, that would be Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, but Twitter is my personal favorite. Facebook is like the general favorite usually because it reaches a very broad market and audience. So, so let's talk about Twitter a little bit. So you got, tell me, correct me if I'm wrong. Sorry if I'm misspeaking. You got fired from your job, started a social media company, and your first few clients came from Twitter. Is that right? That's almost right. Oh, because my actual, up? my actual first clients came from cold emailing. Um, but a bit later down the path, all of my clients now come from Twitter. So when I started out, I needed to get clients fast. You know, I just lost a job and I needed to pay my rent and everything. Uh, so practically cold emails were kind of the way to go. Everyone was saying that you get, you get the clients faster, fastest with cold emailing. But there was just uh, a ton of work sending all those emails out and I wanted to do something different. So naturally, I turned to social media because, you know, that's that's what I do best. Uh, so I turned to Twitter because Twitter was, was like I said, my go-to channel. Um, I had a couple of hundred followers, but then after building my authority and working on my personal brand, communicating my personal brand, all of my clients now come from Twitter. <laughs> wow. Well, let, let me, let, I want to visit this cold emailing thing. So you were selling <laughs> social media services via cold email. Is that what you were selling? 
Yeah, yeah. I was actually developing some services initially, uh, but the majority of them was just, you know, social media management. So I take care of your social media presence that they... Mm. Maybe that that's Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Um, so I worked on that and I tried to sell that via emails. Um, and I found actually how I found my first clients was I was um, observing who is advertising on Facebook. So I checked the Facebook pages of those companies. And if pa- Facebook pages sucked, which they usually did, mm-hmm. I contacted them and sent them, you know, I checked your Facebook page. Uh, there, There's a tons of things wrong there. Uh, I, there. I just listed a few things out and just, you know, kind of tried to sell them my services. But that was because I was personalizing my email so much, there was just so much work with each and every email I sent out. And I wanted to not automate things, but just make it better and maybe create a foundation that will pay off in the long run. And that's where Twitter came in. Okay, so it's my impression. So now we can talk about Twitter. So it's my impression that most, like most of my customers are small businesses. Most of them aren't on Twitter. And if I were to say Twitter to them, they would be like, yeah, not happening. Um, Because it might be for younger, it's for younger people or whatever. They're just not on there because they're too busy. So tell me, so it's always been in my impression that Twitter is for like the social media savvy. So how are you saying I will do your social media if they're savvy enough to be on Twitter? What happened actually was that I started to reach people that were maybe one, a decision maker in the company or a specific thing happened when I reached, that was, I think my first actual real big, big client with Twitter. I was actually working with an accounting service. Um, so I was communicating, um, I was communicating per my personal brand via Twitter and everything, but man spotted me that actually later become, became my friend. Um, and, uh, we talked about things on Twitter. He replied to my comment, uh, to my tweets. I replied back and just, we kind of engaged a little bit, but then after maybe two months or so, uh, he approached me saying that he works for a company and they are working on a new product and, um, they need social media help. And he was observing all of these tweets mm. that I tweeted out, um, and said, you know, I see that you have a lot of knowledge in this industry. So would you be interested in working with us? Uh, so naturally, you know, that was, that was a green light for me. So I started communicating then with the decision maker because he connected me with, with a decision maker, but that was Actually, what happened on Twitter was a referral point. So I was communicating my knowledge. I was communicating my personal brand. He found that interesting and then later kind of directed me towards decision maker. And um, that went on from there. That makes sense. So the way that I view Twitter is it's definitely a place to communicate with people and to create relationships. Is that how you're Mm -hmm. getting most of your clients on Twitter? Or is it like you're searching for hashtags of somebody that needs help with a Facebook ad and you respond to because you found like their hashtag or something? Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? I'm actually, I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually doing both to to be honest. Well, the second thing with the hashtags and with searches, I was doing 
that maybe, I don't know, a few months ago, but now I'm actually just building my authority because I'm, I'm just, I have a lot of work, so I don't have the time to search for all those hashtags, but I've, I was actually doing both. So first of all, like you mentioned, um, I was tweeting out content. I was trying to kind of tweet out some knowledge bits um, about social media. I was communicating my personal brand. I was tweeting pictures of my dinosaur onesie and everything. But the second, and of course, engaging with people, you know, that was that was the major thing that I did differently than other people maybe. Uh, so what I did was I followed a bunch of people that I admired and communicated with them on a regular basis. So I favorited the, their tweets, mm. replied to their tweets, just had some sort of communication with them. Uh, and the second thing I did was Twitter search. So I was, like you've mentioned, at the beginning when I was just starting to build my authority on Twitter, a major game changer was just searching out for certain keywords that were like Facebook ads help page engagement I don't know uh, and then searching for people that are in need of that help and helping them not not re redirecting them to my blog post but genuinely helping them with my replies and trying to solve that problem that they have wow and and that and that seemed and now you have so much business that you can't do that right now is that right is that what you said uh, yeah yeah, because I don't, that that kind of takes, uh, can take some time, you know, searching through all those tweets uh, and refining your Twitter search. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have the time to invest in that right now because I'm doing other, other things. But to be honest, if I have the chance, if I have, I don't know, maybe a half an hour to spare, I definitely always think about doing that. And when I'll have half an hour to spare, I'm most definitely going to Twitter and Twitter search, searching a bunch of keywords, helping people because, you know, you get an amazing feedback. Uh, I got a, a few clients with that approach, actually, uh, and a few followers that are right now like regular followers that regularly engage with my content and share uh, all the blog posts I post and everything. Wow. So tell me about other clients that you've helped get more leads with Twitter. Uh, like an, <laughs> just, just give me one more example. Can you? That accounting service is maybe is maybe one one client. I've had so many clients that um, <laughs> you're having a hard time set, picking your favorite. So how yeah, does an accounting how does an accounting firm? Is it just a regular accounting firm that just does accounting? Is that what it is? Ye yeah, and it's actually a software. Com it does accounting software and accounting. So, yeah. So how how I help them is just with a regular strategy that works pretty much um, with everything that's communicating value and giving value to your followers, not just trying to sell them on software or trying to sell them on services, but just putting out, like I said before, knowledge bits, um, maybe tweeting out, um, I don't know, what what's new in accounting or anything like that so that your followers are keeping track of all the news in the industry and they're following you because of that so when you present them with a service or with a software or with anything you'll be an authority in their eyes um and then you know it'll be a no-brainer you know they'll just grab it when they yeah when they need when they finally need the service then you're the guy that comes to mind right Definitely, because they always have you with that kind of strategy. They always have you in the back of their head. Mm -hmm. So whenever, you know, there comes an opportunity or they need something uh, within the industry you work in, you know, you're in the back of their head all the time. So it's it's a no brainer. Yeah. So how often for like an accounting firm like that? 
I understand every time someone tweets you or interacts with you on Twitter, you want to respond. But just like generic tweets, how often do you schedule those out for a typical client or or do you schedule them out? I guess would be the first question. Uh, yes, I do. Some of them. Um, not all, um, but I schedule it with, um, I think, I think I used to tweet back for that. That's just one type of software that I use for scheduling our content because thing to say here is, um, I don't schedule my own content. I almost never do that, but for clients, you know, I don't think I have much of a choice Mm -hmm. because, you know, I would be inside, I would be sitting behind my computer 24 seven, just tweeting, posting tweets (laughs) out. Yeah, just tweeting. Which is which sounds fun, but <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I actually schedule schedule that out, and um, again, it depends on the business, the amount of tweets that you send out throughout the day. It depends on the business, but for that accounting firm, uh, I used to do like one to three tweets because Twitter is a high traffic social media. Uh, but uh, on Facebook, the story was totally different. We did we did one to two, two was max, um, and but we really put our efforts into those two tweets. And those were just tweets, not, not replies or anything, but just tweets. So yeah, one, two, three um, really valuable content uh, or tweets. That was it. That makes sense. Um, have you messed around much with the tw- Twitter product ads? I think I saw a blog post you wrote on that. Um, I haven't actually with oh. the product ad. I did, I did, well, I did for myself. Um, I did that for myself, not for clients. And so uh, I don't think, well, I know that Twitter is Twitter advertising ecosystem is not as developed as Facebook is. Uh-huh. Um, I did get some views, but not as much. And I actually used a similar approach on Facebook later on. And the Facebook ads were crazy. I got 300% ROI from the ads. But on Twitter was just uh, views, but that was it. I think the people on Twitter are in a bit different mindset uh-huh. when they are on Twitter. And and it's because it's a high traffic na- uh, uh, social media. So they scroll, you know, through their newsfeed and can just jump through um jump through your ad pretty quickly. They might not even see it. So I think Twitter... Twitter's act, advertising ecosystem is not as developed as Facebook is. And yeah, so I don't know. The results weren't as encouraging as I hoped them to be. And the majority of my clients aren't actually doing Twitter advertising. Very few of them were doing adver- uh, Twitter advertising, but most of them are just focusing on Facebook, if I'm totally honest. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the same, which is why I was asking. So it's totally... Thanks for being... Uh, blunt about it because I'm my clients are in the same situation um so I was wondering if you were having different results than I was apparently not no no Um, no I don't think I think Twitter needs a little bit more time to develop that agreed Uh, I think they're going in the right direction slowly but they're not quite there yet but they'll get there right I think they'll get there yeah so you just wrote a book called Facebook ads manual now you're not you're no stranger to this there's a, a lot of different um courses in Facebook ads. What makes the Facebook ads manual different? And is that for, is that for sale or is that a giveaway? No, that is for sale. It's currently uh, priced at $29. Okay. Um, and, um, I wanted to write, first of all, it's different because it's mine. (laughs) People, 
<laughs> uh, people were asking me about when are you going to write your own book I want to buy it I want to buy it so naturally you know I was like okay I need to do this um, so people were really having trouble with uh, with Facebook ads and I was asking a bunch of people um, you know what they're struggling the most with uh, what are their biggest struggles uh, what they want to see from their adver- uh, Facebook ads uh, work you know when they they put they put in so much work but they didn't get any results and a lot of people just didn't know how to tackle Facebook advertising uh, so what I actually did was just take their information take my knowledge and put everything in a book which is actually right now uh, first of all, it's a walk through Facebook advertising ecosystem. So it guides you from the start when you set up your advertising account to the end when you create your first advertising campaign. And it shows you all the great practices of Facebook advertising um, that I learned uh, throughout my years of working within that field. Uh, and I think it just turned out you know, to be a very, very great book. I've been getting great feedback, but I'm, I'm working on a version two actually right now. Uh, yeah. So (laughs) I think that will be even better. (laughs) Wow. That's impressive. So, um, if you don't mind telling us, I promise we'll all buy the book. If you tell us one, what was like the number one thing when you reached out to your tribe and asked them what they were mostly struggling with on Facebook? What was their answer and what what was the solution? Can you tell us one of the secrets in your book? Yeah, I have. I have actually the paper here. Uh, First of all, yeah. First of all, they said that Facebook ads ecosystem is just too complicated for them to to understand it. They had like, you know, yourself, you know, you have Facebook ads manager, you have the power editor what's better, you know, what works better, where are the, dif- what are the differences? And then just the one thing that they struggled with the most is how to convert those, um, their audience and the audience that sees their ads to actual buyers or leads or, you know, how to achieve that number one goal they set out to achieve. May that be Facebook page likes, website conversions i don't know uh, so that was actually a few of the of the key problems that are they are struggling with so what's the answer what's the answer to convert what's your answer to converting facebook likes into we can even say leads although i'd rather say clients but let's say leads yeah it's not it's not about converting facebook likes it's, it's about you know just reaching the perfect audience that will um that will resonate with what you have to say, that will take that information and just, you know, buy something of yours or, I don't know, convert to your, uh, to your subscriber. So the number one thing that people are doing wrong is just bad targeting. So yeah, I've, I've noticed that it's not, like I said, it's not about converting your Facebook likes. If, I don't, I don't know if I advertise to my Facebook, uh, Facebook fans, fans anymore. I advertise a, a lot of, a lot of the ads I do is to my email list because those are the people that convert the most. And most people don't even know that you can target your email list with Facebook ads. So that was like the game changer for them when they read that about my, uh, uh, when they read about that in my book. So they were like, what? I can target my email list. That is a game changer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, then you're so I think, you yeah. Know, yeah, I think the tar- that targeting section is like really, really important. And they, most of the time they get it wrong. And the second thing is you have to establish trust 
with your um, with the user that is viewing your ad. So sell if they don't know who you are, you are going to have a tough job selling them on the first go. Uh, so it again, it depends on the goal that you have. It depends on who you are targeting to. Um, but just know that establishing trust um, is very important. But that said. If you are like me, when I was advertising my book to my uh, subscribers, that was pretty easy because they all knew me and I could sell them, you know, in the first step. So I just put out that the ad that I'm launching a new book and, you know, magic happened. <laughs> right. Wow. That, that is some, I love your answers I, and I totally agree. Well, we only have a few minutes left. I do have to ask you one question before we go. I noticed mm -hmm. on your blog you have a category for Snapchat. Are any of your clients on Snapchat, Moita? Come on, really? No, okay. no, they're not. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, um, I'm actually trying to do, or trying to convince some of them. But to be honest, I'm currently not even working with the clients that would benefit from Snapchat. But yeah, I think that's it. You have to be in a specific industry like to what? be on Snapchat. Like, what do you think? Yeah. So I think, first of all, if you're building a personal brand that is very strong, like Gary Vee, for example, I mm -hmm. think he is a great example for this. His Snapchat is just on, <laughs> on fire. I'm, I'm actually following, them, uh, following him because I'm using Snapchat myself uh, for my personal use. Um, but I think, you know, that kind of use for establishing his personal brand, that, that is perfect. And if you are a fun brand, mm -hmm. maybe like Innocent Drinks, has a great Twitter presence, but I don't know if they're on Snapchat. I didn't check that out, but they would be perfect for Snapchat. I'm pretty sure they might be even on Snapchat, but if you're a fun brand that, you know, has this fun content to share with their followers, uh, I think Snapchat is a, is a great way to communicate with your, with your audience even more. Thank you. Yeah, that that's that's something to ponder. I, I honestly haven't even been over there, believe it or not. So on Snapchat. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I have like once to know like what it is so I can address it. Um, but it's nothing I've really even played with, but I'm going to go follow Gary V and yourself on Snapchat yeah. so I can, so I can and, get the experience. And another thing I should mention, um, with Snapchat, um, if the audience has to be, if your audience is very young, for example, so what Gary V is trying to reach is, uh, maybe a bit younger audience. My sister is, um, how she's old, I think, uh, 21, 22 years old. And I was asking her the other day about Snapchat and, you know, are your friends Snapchatting? Which social media do you use? And she was like, we don't use Facebook. We don't use Twitter. We communicate through Snapchat. Wow. We just do Snapchat. And I was blown away by this because I am amongst the older people on Snapchat, really actually. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, but um, I think if you are trying to reach a younger audience, if you have, you know, the teenagers, I think Snapchat is is a great way, uh, you know, just to tackle that that audience. Mm -hmm. That's so true. Um, all right. Well, you have been full of so much information. Can you tell us how to how to reach you and the best ways to find out more about you and how to buy your book? Uh, first of all, um, you can reach me on Twitter. <laughs> of course. Uh, and so Snapchat. <laughs> 
Uh, Snapchat. So my handle on everything but Twitter, yeah, is um, Moitza Mars. Uh, so it's M-O-J-C-A-M-A-R-S. Uh, and you can find out more about me and my services. Not my services, but about, about my book. Um, so I created a separate uh, landing page for your listeners, actually. So that's superspicymedia.com TL podcast. Um, and uh, they, your listeners can find out more about myself. They have some free worksheets there, uh, some my presentation for from conferences and a discount for my book. Wow. Uh, Thank you. So that's yeah, no problem. Well, I hope, you know, they will find uh, the book very valuable for their business. And, uh, you know, I just want to spread the knowledge. Very nice. Well, thank you again for being on the show. And thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. Until next time, I'm One Click Lindsay. You've been listening to the Traffic and Leads podcast, featuring online marketing expert One Click Lindsay. Tune in each week to experience Lindsay's unique gift for helping entrepreneurs and small business owners accelerate the growth of their business by strategically getting them more traffic and powerful leads. To make sure you don't miss a single business building show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and OneClickLindsay.com. If you know someone who would benefit from more traffic and leads, please tell them about the Traffic and Leads podcast. And finally, to learn more about working with Lindsay and her dedicated team of marketing experts, please visit OneClickLindsay.com. Now go and implement what you've learned. And we'll see you next week for another episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. And remember, the solution to your slow growth is just one click away.